Hey, tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, please welcome your host, Shane. And welcome to Tourpreneur at Arrival, presented by Checkfront. Today, we are joined by Annalise Smith. How Hi. are you, Annalise? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. What's the name of your tour? So I own and operate Key West Food Tours in Key West, Florida. Fantastic. And how did you get started? So that's a funny story. I'll make a, a long story short. I knew I wanted to do something in tourism. I'm, I grew up in Key West and tourism is the number one economy, you know, on the island. So after college, I kept brainstorming, what can I do? And Originally, you know, my grandmother, she's from Cuba. She came to Key West in the 50s and the cutest little lady with a flower in her hair. And I thought this would be a really authentic experience if we can get people into her home. You know, in in Italy, I think in Europe, it's really popular. It's like called cooking with Nona, where you like cook with the grandmother or the matriarch of the family. So I said, oh, man, this would be great. So (laughs) to make a long story short, first of all, she's 88 years old, right? So I know there'd be one day where she'd be like, everyone get out of my house, you know? And I'd be like, oh, hello. We have 10 people booked at 11 a.m. for right. a cooking class yes. and mojito making class because uh, I was, you know, wanting to do Cuban cuisine. And the city told me no. You know, they said, no, you have to have a, a health code uh, certificate. So they kept saying, you know, you it's a restaurant. You need to go into a restaurant and do this. So they, they kind of put that idea in my head of like restaurants. So I came up with what I was trying to do in my grandmother's home, but through restaurants. And I said, well, this is a food tour. And I thought I was like the light bulb that thought of this idea. And then I Googled it and I was like, it's called a food tour. And I'm not the first person to come up with this. So yeah, that's pretty much how it went. I started this tour called the Southernmost Food Tour, which is basically what I was trying to create in my grandmother's kitchen. So Cuban and Caribbean cuisine, fresh seafood, and of course, key lime pie, which is what the Florida Keys are known for. Of course. Were there any other food tours in the area when you started up? There actually wasn't. So there was a lady who had done it about three years before. Um, it, she, I think she kind of was overwhelmed with the startup of, of the whole business. So at the time, no, but I did meet with her and I actually bought the domain name from her, keywestfoodtours.com, but she wasn't operating anymore. And, and I kind of did something completely different than her at the time. Absolutely. And how did you know there'd be a demand for a food tour? 
You know what? I, the, I, I think it's when I actually Googled food tour. And I started seeing all of these food tours pop up. And I said, okay, but let me look at the places that are like kind of like my market. So I found Catalina Island. I found San Juan, Puerto Rico. And I thought, man, like, and I was looking at their website. I went on TripAdvisor and I saw these reviews. And I thought, well, this is something. So me and my mom actually drove up to Miami and we took a food tour in Miami. It's a three-hour drive north. And... It was packed. You know, they had 12 people on this tour. We went out to restaurant to restaurant. And I thought, oh, I could do this in Key West. It's kind of like, don't reinvent the wheel. If something is working in another city, you know, and it's not in my city, and I know my city, I'm from there. And of course, when I went to the restaurants, pitched this, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's really cool. It's this concept. We're going to bring people in. We're going to feed them. They're going to come back maybe for dinner. And they're like, what? So I had to get family and friends to kind of join me and do these mock tours just to give the restaurants an idea because it was foreign. Of course, now, five years later, you know, I have restaurants reaching out to me saying, hey, I would love to be a part of your food tour in, in Key West. So it's kind of shifted now. That's really inspiring. I know yeah. we get a lot of listeners who have started food tours and they're having difficulties with some of the restaurants because right. they want full table value and, right, and all that stuff. Right. So I love your story of persistence. Yes. Yeah, no, that's basically how I, I, I just had to get bodies through the door so they could see what it was going to be like. But there was still trust there that they... I was saying, no, I bet you they're going to come back for dinner and they're, and now they do. And so these yeah. people are like, not only do they come back, they leave reviews on their own standalone restaurant TripAdvisor page uh, because it's this little Cuban neighborhood restaurant in the middle of a residential neighborhood that people would have never found on their own. And now they're actually getting exposure. Our, our biggest win we felt with CheckFriend is customers being able to book online and not have to make that phone call to us. And they can just navigate our website, go through your interface and just book directly with us. Once we get into it and once they, once they see all the system can do, the, it's, uh, it's quite funny because you kind of see the, 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 the world open behind that before them and they're like, oh my God, and I can send emails and I can manage how many people come and I can check them in. I'd recommend using CheckFund because it's simple, it's straightforward, it's easy to use and most importantly, there are never any problems. What would you say has been the biggest challenge for your business? I think it's just the the industry as a whole as when I um, introduce myself to someone, what do you do for a living? And I say, oh, I, I run a food tour. And they're like, what is a food tour? So it's kind of a double-edged sword because someone who went to Catalina Island and took a food tour, they have now exposed to a food tour. So now that helps me, right? Yes. They come to Key West and they're actively searching for a food tour. But there's all these people that have no idea what a food tour is. So there's still this whole industry awareness that needs to happen with like, this is a thing that you do on vacation. Everybody eats. You have limited time. Why not, you know, let me show you the best eats in three hours. Um, so I think that's still a challenge is actually getting awareness of the industry. Yeah, and that's a good point because we're in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And I've learned this through doing the podcast. Sometimes I have people email me saying, oh, what, what does an OTA mean? Right. For instance? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm stuck in the bubble. And for me, I think everybody knows what a food tour is. Right, But right, you're right, right. The, the, the vast public, right. the vast population, they're still exploring this. Yep. And I think the discovery is, yep. is an interesting thing. What does your distribution mix look like? So in terms of selling your, your tours yeah. right now? So we do about 55% direct. Nice. And about 45% OTAs. And of that 45%, TripAdvisor is about 80% yeah. of, of those uh, the third-party bookings. Sure. And your direct business, is that through 
Google AdWords, SEO, what channels are you using? Yeah, it's actually just organic. And again, it, it, you know, I, well, I used to do the Google AdWords, but I you know, kind of scaled back on that, kind of looking more at like Facebook, Instagram advertising. But the, the thing with, of course, my company name, Key West Food Tours, and then uh, if you Google a food tour in Key West, if you happen to have gone another food tour and you're searching that out, I'm, I'm going to pop up. So it's kind of the easy descriptor. Now, of course, you know, there, that's another conversation because then it's a very generic name and yeah yeah and what booking platform are you using fair harbor and how's that going for you i love fair harbor it's it's a big company so of course there's more resources and i just feel that the support is there i of course have an account manager but i can call the support line at any time of the day and get someone on the phone to help me out with exactly what I want. If they can't figure it out, they put me on hold, and 10 minutes later they come back and they figured it out. If they really can't figure out my pain point, they try and work in software to create what right. I'm trying to ask for. So um, it's a really, really awesome partner. Sure. So quite a lot of people at Fair Harbor listen to Tourpreneur, and they're probably listening to this episode. So what feature would you like them to introduce for yes. your business? So I actually just had my one-on-one with Fair Harbor where we you know, did a whole consultation on Monday. Yeah. I really need email integration. Uh, so MailChimp, uh, we use MailChimp. And right now we're actually manually entering in everybody's email into our you know, email marketing um, campaigns. So they are aware of this. They say they keep getting asked about it. And so I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be happening They'll soon where they in. have an integration with MailChimp. How do you stay up to date with trends in our industry? So great you're here at Arrival because there's so much learning. Yes. How else do you keep up to date? So actually, I really do enjoy the Arrival um, newsletter that they send out. I think that's a really great snippet of information that's pertaining more to me. Like I do subscribe to Skift, but like that is very high level, more travel. And it is nice to like skim the titles. And if something piques my interest, I'll go ahead and go into it. But I'm also in the opinion that sometimes like we're in information overload right now. So I try to kind of skim down on, on, the, the content that I am consuming, but I do love podcasts. I actually listened to this, you know, before yes. we talked on LinkedIn, but yeah, I, I do lo- really love this podcast and I just like business podcasts in general. So not necessarily that have to do with the travel industry. So yeah. Absolutely. What's your biggest frustration about the industry today? Well, it's not so much more of a frustration. It's just more of a adapting to change, you know, so I love coming to these conferences and, you know, my favorite uh, speakers are always the ones like yesterday, the universal uh, guy, the disruption is universal. Like I love that nothing is, is forever and things can change tomorrow. And it could be, you know, like last year they had a talk about an app, you know, you're, it's kind of like you land in a city and you're opening up your app and you're going to get an on-demand tour guide and whoever's the next available is the one who's going to show you that food tour market or wherever you're going to explore in the city. Right. So I guess it's not so much as a frustration, but always like thinking about how things might change and food tours might not exist in 10 years. and, And what am I doing today to make sure that I can be ahead of that? Yeah. Where can people find your tours online? So you can go to keywestfoodtours.com. Love it. Yeah. Superb. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you. And I would love to invite you back so we can do a deep dive because I have so many questions buzzing around my head right now and I would love to get to those as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.